Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes and boy do we have a treat in store for you. Let's go ahead and bend the knee because Alex Marinello's already popped the question leading into his wedding week. Buddy, last hours of bachelorism counting down. Where are we at? Yeah, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the final countdown here. Oh, the, the fine. Well, that's a different song than we have going right now. Yeah, we should have. We should have opened the, the episode with the final countdown. Uh, with the song? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have the rights to that. So what would you have been able to play like 10 seconds? Uh, about, yeah, maybe 15. Ooh, 15. Maybe 15 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Unless we decide to critique it for the first five minutes, because then, then we could probably oh. play a longer section. It would be a lot of commitment for the bit, though. Yeah, that would be. I feel like not worth it. No, it's probably not. So as you can tell, it's uh, just the two of us here today, everybody. We've got Dan. Yeah, there weren't any subsequent introductions. Dan's out sick. He was sick last week, too. Out sick. Sick last week, too. You think he's going to make it to the wedding? Um, I don't know. I guess. (laughs) I I would hope. It would really suck for him if he can't because there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of good food, I think. Or I know what that (laughs) what are you trying to say? So for him. I'm just saying, if you're sick and you miss out on that, aren't there also going to be a lot of nice ladies there? Uh, you go to the food um, right away. Are there going to be single ladies there? Not that many, really. Britt doesn't have a lot of single friends. That's a shame. I mean, she has a couple. I, I don't really have a lot of single friends, actually. That was, I think, actually, I'm the problem. I don't have a lot of single friends. Mm. I mean, I guess that's it's, true. Like, it's only Dan. I'm pretty sure it's only Dan and Karthik who are single. Yeah, in in the core group. Yeah. So you have not even in the core group. Just literally everyone, every one of my friends that I've invited is is our friend Karthik coming as Dan's date. Is that what they're doing? Are they buddying up? <laughs> I think they're buddying up in the hotel room, but they're not buddying up on the dance floor <laughs> that I know of. I'm excited for it. It's gonna be fun. I'm coming in. Yeah. Thursday night. I'm doing like a red eye, so I'm gonna get there Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll be. Staying... Oh wait. So are you guys checking in Friday or Saturday? No, we're. I'm staying in the city. With Therese. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. So, my girlfriend, she's do, she's working there. She just flew out today. She has to go work in the city this week. Okay. So, we're going to... But, you're, but you've checked in, but you are you got a hotel room. For Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. For the big day. For the big day. Yeah, it's, I'm getting anxious. I'm getting excited. I can't wait for the actual day itself. Um. Yeah, it should be a good time. So, this is... Really, really exciting. This is something I'm curious yeah, this... about and I want to ask you about. Why? Well, I... You're not going on a honeymoon right after... You haven't no, taken extended time off. You're basically just getting no. married and then back to normal. Like, I'm going back to work on like, Tuesday. Oh, okay. So you took Monday off. I took Monday off. Took yeah. Monday off. Okay. Yeah. Brittany didn't though. Brittany's got to go. She's got to go to work on Monday. Monday. Yeah. So, but when she goes in, now does she have to? Does she start telling people to call her Miss Mrs. Marinello? No. 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 That's not happening right away. Not happening right away. Too confusing. So she's gonna wait till next semester, like the next, the next, the next class. Yeah. Right. Of children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. That's interesting. Uh, we were actually joking about it. On Sunday, I feel like like it's going to be like we're going to be back at the apartment, two of us. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like 2.30, 3 o'clock. And I'm going to be like, so uh, what do you want to do? That's and what then, I mean. Like, what's going to be fun? different for you? <laughs> you want to go see a movie tonight? <laughs> like, um, no, there's nothing different. I mean, we already live together, so... In terms of what's going to be different, I nothing except that I'm going to be wearing a ring on my finger. She'll be wearing two rings on hers. Um, and I can stop saying my fiance. I can I can say my wife. <laughs> yeah, no, your ex fiance now. 
Well, it's interesting because I'm go I'm most likely going on her health insurance. Um, so I actually emailed my HR department saying like, "Oh, when can I drop my health insurance? I'm likely going on my wife's." My wife's. Are you it excited to start saying weird, my wife? It was the first time I said my wife was today when I emailed HR. Oh. But I'm not going to say my soon-to-be wife. It's three days away. Let's... Are you fucking kidding me right now? And so we have the rights to this music because there was once a show oh on a network made by me about weddings. It doesn't exist anymore, but I do still have the rights to this music, so we can play this. <laughs> wow. So that's great. You're just, you got yourself a fucking soundboard now, so now we're really just... Oh, I mean, you should be, like, ready to go with, like... You know, wah, 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 oh, listen, wah. This is something I've been tr- I've been wanting to get ready for a while. And later on in the uh, show, I'm going to explain to everyone why I finally put this together because I have some cool announcements. But that's just a tease for staying on, staying with okay, us. Okay, what's the fucking Pokemon? Get to the Pokemon. Pokemon? Right? What Pokemon are you talking about? Are you saying I do? I do Drio? No, that was bad. Well, it starts with the same letters, you motherfucker. Fine. Yes, it's three heads, one fucking ostrich. Who cares? Yeah, it's like uh, the Cerebus. It's like the Cerebus of the Pokemon experience. Although there is actually a Hydra. Is there a multi-headed dog? Yes. There's a multi-headed dog? I think there is. It's the one that guards the gates of hell. No, no, no. I'm talking about in Pokemon. Oh, in Pokemon? That seems like Um, a very obvious grab for them, right? Is it? I feel like they don't really like... No. So many of the Pokemon are inspired by... Mm, maybe next time that'll probably come that'll probably come yeah that would be cool. so all right so it's episode 85 what's your fact you got any facts or can we move on uh, i don't know if you heard the facts from last week the do duo facts are maybe a little bit better because this pokemon really is you're, you're one of the main what? complainers about this when they just go uh same pokemon extra head or extra yeah kind of stupid two of them you know kind of dumb this was who cares? Sort of the first, other than like Magnemite, these, this is sort of like one of the first ones with that gimmick, if you think about it. Yeah. That we've yeah. come upon. It will not be the last. It'll certainly not we haven't be hit, the last. We haven't hit Doug, Doug Duo and Doug Trio? You know, I think we did them. I think we did I think them. I think we did them. It's one of the I first, I said. Because we already did the Magnemites, uh, which is, you know, it's just three yeah. fucking Magnemites once you get to Magneton. Right. So. Right. Um, it moves at 40 miles an hour. Eh, who cares? That's kind of cool. Is it? No, because Doduo can move at 60 miles an hour. So for some reason, it's... So we get slower, slower with an extra head? Yeah. It's got extra baggage. Yep. It's probably um, the wind so resistance. So I have a question. Yeah. So uh, who cares? All right. So I, I have a question. Um, are you watching the new Netflix show Mindhunter? Mindhunter. No. No. Is that the one with, uh, with uh, Anna Torv? Yes, it is. Uh, it is, is it good? very, it is very good. I actually would posit it's better than, I like it better than True Detective. It's got that same kind of feel. And I'd say it's better than the first season of True Detective. I'd say it's better than House of Cards. I don't think it's the best. Better than all of House Netflix of Cards original. Or better than current House of Cards? Better than all House of wow. Cards. I, that's my personal opinion. You might disagree. But for me... I was doing this with Brittany. My power rankings of Netflix original shows that I've liked. Um, the Crown would be number one. Uh, this would be number two, mm-hmm. Mindhunter. Number three would be Stranger Things. And number four would be House of Cards. And I haven't really gotten an opinion oh, on uh, 
I don't really have an opinion on all the yeah, other ones. Yeah, you should watched. be watching Voltron. What is that? So they remade Voltron, the old animated series. They're do- they've rebooted it as a Netflix original series. DreamWorks does the animation, so it's incredible. The animation is top notch, and it's mm-hmm. it's like a mech. You know, it's a, it's a, it's the five lions that come together. They make the one giant Voltron super mech. It's very yeah. good cartoon series. It's very very good. I started watching it. I think within like two or three days, I binged the whole thing, and the fourth season just came yeah. out the other day. So I would put Voltron oh, up on that list. I haven't watched The Crown. Right, it doesn't I'll put seem Voltron. like it's for me, though. Uh, it might not be. I just like that kind of stuff. I did like Downton Abbey. I was Downton about to Abbey, say, you so... like Downton Abbey. I'm not into that either. Yeah. but So for me, it might, I love that shit. I eat it up. I'm not um, into period pieces. Yeah, That's my problem. If and it's a period piece, I might not, not be not. into it. All right. Okay. Do you know what Mindhunter's about? I know about? a bit about what Mindhunter's about. All right, look it up. It's just about FBI profiling and how it got okay. started. I mean, I saw a trailer for it. I saw Anatorv, and I knew I was going to at least give it a shot. Anatorv is very Anatorv Great. in this. I like that. When I say Anatorv, I mean she's literally, basically, the yeah, friend. She's Olivia Dunham without. She's Olivia, the yeah. Or yeah. probably the prestige. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's okay. She's exactly. a great character. She's a good actress. She hasn't been in anything really in a while. So. No. No. How about that Force Awakens yeah. trailer? Tom and I sort of talked about it last uh, week. I did see it. I did see it. Um, I actually saw... I've seen a couple, like, not parodies. I wouldn't say parodies, but it's almost like... um, like, ma- like I wouldn't say making fun of it either. Making fun of, like, fanboys who just see, like, Luke. And they're like, oh, my God, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, yeah. We get like it. Me. He's in the movie. Like, I just want I don't even know what the movie's about, though. Like, I still kind of want to know more Uh, well the thing i'm pumped about is that we don't exactly know and the thing that's really cool is it takes place immediately after the last one which is something that i mean that only happened with what empire and return of the jedi is like a direct even return of the jedi that didn't really happen yeah there was at least return of the jedi wasn't exactly after a badass in between well my whole thing is i actually i didn't want to see any trailers i wanted to go in blind but everyone Mm. and their mom kept asking me if i saw this trailer so i was like all right i'll fucking watch the trailer then I was done with it. I was like, I don't really know anything more other than that, like, things are back. Lightsabers are back. Lightsabers are back. Lightsabers you are back. You know hot. what I mean? Invest oh. in lightsabers. <laughs> like, lightsabers are going to be in the movie. Luke's going to be in the movie. He's going to say more than a word. He didn't say any you words know. last time. So one word is more than nothing. Right. So it's, um, you know, I, was, I, 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 I really did not want to see the trailer. I just wanted to go in. What a twist it would have been if he didn't me. talk in any of them. And he, like, he was a mute now. That'd be weird. Would I feel like weird. that would that would be such a disservice to Mark Hamill, yeah. considering he's, he's a, such voice a voice actor. actor. <laughs> yeah, or like a big joke against him, maybe. But, he's a voice actor. Um, They're like, we're really going to so challenge have, you on this um, one. You can't use any of the skills you've developed over the last thirty years playing this character. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, they could say something like, "You haven't been on screen in any big, bu- big." Budget he was in uh, movie. What, what movie? What? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kingsman. Yeah, Kingsman. I remember that. We did, I did watch that. Yeah. Okay, Alex, what's, what's right, going anyway. on? What you playing? So okay, so I'm playing two things, and I actually I'm gonna we I'm gonna put this into complaints. Okay. So this is gonna be a complaint. I actually I did some prep. I actually wrote it oh, down. Man. I actually wrote some stuff down. So there's two things here that I have. Um, I wrote that. So today at work, uh, my coworkers bought me a cake for getting married. Oh. Um. So I had a lot of cake. I like how you had the paper, like, just so that now we have... I like the Foley work going here. Oh, the... Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, 
I was really tired after I ate a bunch of cake. So I didn't really want to do work. So I started writing down what I liked and what I didn't like about these two games. Um, so the games I have on the list are Cuphead and um, Destiny. Whoa, you got Cuphead. Yeah, I got Cuphead. Okay. And then I have a question for you about Metroid because you haven't talked about finishing it. So I want to hear about that. Oh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll just... No, we can talk about Metroid real quick. No, no, let's use that as a palate cleanser because I know that you enjoyed Metroid. So let's hear okay. the complaints <laughs> All right. and then we'll get the palate cleanser. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, so Cuphead, for those who don't know, I, I can't believe I actually wrote this down. I wrote <laughs> side-scrolling action platformer with weapons. Okay. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. About what it is. Um, I said it has great visuals, fantastic music. I think it looks beautiful. The watercolor it's background unreal. and, like, everything is amazing. And I said, don't get me, because I'm prefacing, don't get me wrong, the game is really good. I, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... But there's nothing really new about the game besides the artwork. It's still a side-scrolling. Like I feel like I played the, like I played this old game on Sega Genesis Tiny Tunes that is basically the same thing. Yeah, it's Contra a, it's is a basically boss the same battling thing. game. It is. It is definitely. You're right. It's definitely an old game. So I just said, isn't it just a classic shooter? Like, beside, like if this game came out the exact same way, but it was not done in the 1930s visuals, would you think, would it be as mind-blowing as people have made it out to be? Mm. I'm going to go with no. But that's my opinion, and you can take that for what it's worth. No, that's, so here's that's what super I wrote. fair. I totally agree with that. Yeah, so I wrote this. I said, the gameplay is nothing really amazing. I wrote this down. I said, you know, it's fun and everything. Like, I really enjoy the music and the sound effects and everything. Shooting upwards sucks. Did you change your controls? Hold, I, I'm getting to this. Okay. So shooting upwards, when I say shooting upwards, I mean the hitbox itself is a pain in my ass. Yep. The hitbox is terrible. Um, okay. So then I wrote in big caps, always be shooting. Instead of like always be closing. Mm -hmm. Always be shooting. So what you should do... If you haven't bought this game yet, map the gun to a trigger and you'll have a much better time. So hold down the trigger to always just be shooting and then jump and avoid everything. Because mm -hmm. that's pretty much what you have to do. So I wrote, um, uh, what did I write? It's extremely challenging. Um, I find myself doing the boss maybe too many times before... Because you can only get hit three times, and sometimes these bosses go on for like four different changes, and the memorization is like once I have the first two parts down where I don't get hit, like I haven't reached the third part yet, so I don't know what the it's going to be. So it's like okay, I only really only have three chance or really two chances to get this right, otherwise I fuck up. So that's a little frustrating. I feel like it. I like that it's hard. I really, really do, but I just wish it was a little more, um, forgiving. Okay. But 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 again, like I'm I'm okay with it being as hard as it is. I just uh, sometimes I wish that like I didn't have to do a boss like 20 times before figuring out from start to finish, you know, all the patterns. I and like. Trying I'll, to not I'll die. tell you this. Yeah. Do you mind if I interject here? Go ahead. Yeah. I only have one more thing. The to say. only thing I'll say: there are a lot of old games that have parts of this, but this took a lot of things from old games and put them in one. And that's I just think the old games are probably limited. They couldn't do all those things. Like. The parry, the parry mechanic is pretty involved. And that's something I didn't really see in old games. Ooh. See, here's what I'm going to say. I like the parry. However, I don't think it works as well as they thought it was going to work. Mm -hmm. 
because half the time I try to hit this fucking parry, mm-hmm. I I hit it, but I also take a hit. Sometimes. I feel like sometimes I'll hit it and it'll be fine. And sometimes I'll hit the parry and I'll still get hurt. Yeah. It's like it's there's you no have forgiveness. To, you have like, to be perfect. Right. And I, sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. I'm not going for the parry because I'm only allowed to get hit it's three very times before N+. I'm dead. It's so, yeah. So, I mean, that that's all I really had to say about Cuphead. I'm enjoying the game. I really like the art style. I really like the music. It's keeping me engaged. That's good. Um, but it is extremely hard. And if you don't have a half hour to even play a boss, don't don't start it. Do you, do you know about the hard mode? Um, is that like after the game or you have to it's unlock a, it? If you beat the whole game, and I believe, yeah. I could be wrong, but I believe you have to unlock it. Uh, because supposedly all the running gun levels you can beat without actually shooting anything. Okay. You can like do a pacifist run. So if okay. you do that, there's a hard mode. The game is played in black and white. <laughs> which, like, at first you go, oh, okay, whatever, just black and white. But then you realize you can't really necessarily tell which things are the parry and which are not. You have to know it. Yeah. Because there's no pink anymore. That would be fucking hard. <laughs> that would be really tough. Oh, my God. Okay, so Destiny. You heard about this the other night, so I'm just going to complain about mm-hmm. the same shit. Um, the question I'll ask you is, after we've just been playing for two months, a little less than two months, Honestly, what is different about this game compared to Destiny 1? And you're not allowed to say the story. Okay. So that's my question to the world Mm -hmm. and to Bungie. Mm -hmm. And I'm frustrated with a couple things. They had all these years to make this new game, Mm -hmm. and they pretty much repackaged the same game with different little differences here and there, Mm -hmm. polishing things here, polishing things there. But I kind of wish there was like a totally brand new game, like new enemies, new weapons, total, total overhaul, new shit. Now, looking back on it, because now I feel like I'm just playing Destiny again. I just feel like I'm like, like the only new enemy was like a dog, a fucking dog. Yeah, I agree like with you that. I agree. No the, new the enemy. enemies and, so far. And the new, I agree new weapons. With. I definitely agree with like, the enemies. The, the weapons to me are still frustrating. It's like, I like them. They're good. They're good when they want to be, but the fact that, like, we join a thing of trials and there's, just, like, everyone's running the same gun or anyone's Well, there's running. a handful I mean, of guns me. that are really good. And which, inter- let me tell you, by the way, the dude we played trials with, the guns he was telling me are not the best. Because I looked up other guns and I was like, what about this one and this one? And he was like, those are garbage. And I Googled it and every place was telling me those are two of the best guns you can possibly use and better than the fucking Mida. And he was like, no, those are garbage. Don't use those. So... You know. All right, but all I'm saying is every single time I feel like I play Trials, half the people are rocking Mida. Um, and I guess the other thing, I mean, I, I did write down here, fuck this game. Yeah. But the other thing, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that frustrated me was like, all right, like it's, you know, it's 4.45. You're telling me, okay, get online. I'm like, okay. We're like, all right, let's try the raid. I'm like, okay, let's go on LFG. All right, so we go on LFG. Try to get people in. It's 5.30 before anything even fucking happens. Yeah. It's 45 minutes of us wasting our time doing nothing. Yeah. Then we try the Nightfall Prestige, which I guarantee, I, I understand it's a hard, it's a very hard thing, and that's fine. But coupled with the fact that you have to get people to play, that if you want a guided game, it's fucking 45 minutes if you're by yourself. Um, You could literally spend an hour and a half playing Destiny and have nothing to show for it. Not one win in the Crucible. Like, you could literally have nothing. That's correct. You could have accomplished nothing. And that's frustrating. Earlier, I wanted to do the the raid, 
because everything just reset. And I, I was yeah. editing an episode of Voices in America uh, that came out today down the Voice in America on the Apple podcast. Uh, so oh, I was what a like, plug. and I knew in my head, I was like, this is going to take me about 30 to 45 minutes to finish. So while I started it, I went into Destiny and I opened up Guided Games and I hit Seeker. And right when I finished, it finally found a group. It was about 45 minutes exactly. I mean, that's kind of insane, though. Yeah. Like, I get I get the reason why you don't want to do matchmaking, and I get the reason why you don't want people dropping in and out. I, I get it. I totally get it. But there has to be some better way than LFG or guided. Ga- there just has to I be. I mean, LFG the, generally and, works great. Yeah, okay. But, some, but like sometimes I feel like you'll be with a group, and then two hours in, somebody's yeah. got to go. And I mean, then, I think right, ultimately what and- it comes down to is I suppose it can be a complaint. And I don't want to sound like Tom, the corporate apologist, because Tom loves companies, as we as we hear on the show all the time. Tom loves companies, but well, he go on. <laughs> there is something to be said for like they're building a game that people want to be able to play constantly, so they give you like certain things to do that actually take time and require a lot of your time. So if you're the kind of person like us that doesn't necessarily, especially you, like less than I do, like has less time to play this game, then you get less you, out of that. You're gonna investment. lose me. You get less out of that investment. But luckily, the core gameplay is actually fun enough. Now, the thing I will argue with yours, which is that like it was just polish, is I think you forget how crappy year one of Destiny was compared to what yeah, but that's Destiny so, 2 is. That's so shitty. No, you're right. Like I You're agree. okay with the fact that they released a regular game that should have come out but, four and a half years ago. But consider this also. Des- it's not like they only had you know, three years to just make Destiny 2 because they made two other raids, two other expansions, you know. Yeah, but, the ra- but you even said so yourself that two of the raids were not that good. No, they. Were, I, I said one. in the ranking of raids, I put the current one at number three. So two of them were better. I don't know. I feel like it would have been, worse. I would have been much more impressed and much more um, appreciative if they had come out with two raids, more than agree with the that. strikes they have now, just more shit. Yeah. Like, like for in, I, I will I'm not I, I mean I could be wrong I could be totally wrong I'm pretty sure they did this that a map that was designated as Venus no you're right a multiplayer map that was Venus in Destiny you're One right. they literally just ripped it from Destiny One put it in Destiny Two that as a multiplayer correct. map and said it is Nessus correct are you fucking yes but kidding? I don't think that's really any different than what they did in Halo like I think the point there was like oh hey we're gonna is. bring back this old map. But, like, just to make it consistent with the lore, you can't go to Venus anymore, so we're just calling it Nessus. But that's so stupid because it is there is a Venus. Why, what is the big no, deal of calling I it? Think I just in, think that, that was just so dumb. That was just, that was just honestly no, just I so agree, stupid. But in the lore, which I know you and I don't give a fuck about it, but there are a lot of hardcore Destiny people that do, and they're the ones that play Crucible like crazy. They would be like, hell my own Venus. You can't go there anymore. Okay, I would say to them... How the fuck am I on? What, Nessus looks exactly like Venus? They have the same exact multiplayer map with the same exact shit? Well, I, I, uh, I agree with that. Give me a goddamn I break. agree. I, I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this. But, Stupid. like, I'd rather them bring the map back than not. I'd rather them bring the map back and say, yeah, it's Venus. And, Big fucking yeah, deal, dick. Too. That's that's awesome. Jesus. That's all I'm saying. Here's, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. What? I don't agree with one thing, which is I think they did a way better job of making it not waste our time because I have been able to get pretty much almost entirely max gear on all my characters in like a month and a half of playing this game. Whereas before I wouldn't have even been close with one character. All right, fine. I'll give you that. Like 
almost every time I play, I feel like I accomplish something unless there's no weekly stuff left to do. And when it comes to the raid, right, like that's a big investment game... of time. But like, I guess that's what the game is. Like that's who it's for. But does some people this... want that? Fine. But does this game even make your top ten or even top fifteen top games of all time? Of all it time for me. Top fifteen games so, does it even make that list. I would say no. I would say no right now, but I might say yes by the time it's it's done. Because after you've paid a double price, what do you mean? Well, I'm assuming that the shit that's going to come out for this game in the next couple of years is not going to be. Free. It's going to be like triple the price, more than double. Yeah. So are you going to put it in the top? Yeah, but if I put hundreds of hours into this game and I thoroughly enjoy it, the majority of the time I'm playing it, then yeah. Yeah, but I that's put a in great game. Okay, but on the same vein, I put in. Probably double the amount of hours that I've played Destiny already. I I might have put, I might have put more hours in Zelda Breath of the Wild than I may ever put in Destiny, and I'll pay all those for the expansion packs of Destiny. But Zelda Breath of the Wild will still be way above Destiny, and I only no, there's no way, there's no way that you put more hours into Zelda Breath of the Wild than Destiny Two. Maybe than Destiny Two, but I bet I bet by the time Destiny's Two done, you'll put way more into it than Breath of the Wild. (laughs) And I only say that because you put 600 hours into the first Destiny, which even if you cut a third of that out for, like, lobby time, that's still significantly more than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, all right, fine. There's going to be another expansion with a raid with more strikes. And you know what You know what this game really needs, in my opinion? Maybe not a new raid already. I'd be okay with a new raid coming later in the year. I really think the one thing they nailed in the first year was the Prison of Elders thing. Remember that really yeah. hard challenge yeah, yeah that yeah, that yeah. that boss battle that was fucking also didn't sick. i feel like strikes meant more in destiny one now it's like why even do them yeah i mean you you do the nightfall strikes to get the guarantee yeah but not the, but even nightfall but even regular strikes in the old one the reason it felt that way was because it was so impossible to to get anything in the old game that you had to do them over and over and over again now we get shit so much easier that it's like well why am i going to go bother with this strike after i've done the nightfall i'm going to go do something else that guarantees me stuff right there was no guarantees in the old thing right there were no guarantees that you could get loot that was at your level or higher before they made it so much easier that they sort of made they're de-incentivizing us to do the strikes i agree they need to give us a better reason to keep doing the strikes than they so, do right now. All right, so I definitely I'm going to switch gears for just one second, and I'm going to talk about your conversation that you're having last week about microtransactions and oh, buying okay, shit. Unfortunately, I think that you're going to see it no matter what, because we live in a capitalist society. Oh, you're definitely so, you're, you're absolutely. Right I know, but I feel like the conversation it. is almost like moot, only because they're going to do what's in the best interest for the company, and in the best interest of the company is to make money. Therefore. They're going to microtransactions up the wazoo. So they don't really well, care if you are upset with them or not. If they have enough people to buy it, they're going to do it. Which kind of sucks now, because as soon as they tapped that vein, as soon as they like struck oil on that, everyone was like, holy shit, this is how we make money. We'll dive in. As soon as it becomes not economical anymore, then they're going to stop doing it. But yeah. for now, it is. And I like there are your two things idea, that can though. Cause that, though. I like the idea that like you're creating a 1% class by make by letting people buy advantages in multiplayer. So why? Cuz you can just go be the 1%. You'll be like, "I'll just spend." Well, I would never. I would never ever ever <laughs> no, spend no, no. money. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like I don't want to play with those people, so I might not buy the game. So that sucks that I not you know would consider like if Titanfall were that way, I'd be like, "Well, you know what? I'm not going to buy it because I don't like people buying advantages over me." So that might have an influence if enough of us do it. But I like the idea of, I don't want to use the word segregating, but kind of like 
yeah, having we're a playlist for those people that market. didn't buy shit and having a playlist for people that did. Which is what happened in the old so. Halo games with DLC. And they are like, their whole thing now is, we're not going to pa- charge you for DLC. We're going to put microtransactions in the game so everyone can play on the same maps. It's like, okay, great. Now everyone can play on the same maps together, but the people that are supporting this content are having a significant advantage over the people who weren't. So I'd rather just be able to pay for the maps and have a fair game. And the people well, that don't want to spend the additional money don't get the extra content. Right. Well, also, I like that Halo kind of had, like, yes, you could buy rec packs and you could buy them up the wazoo and you could get, you know, really good weapons. But two things. One, it was in a separate playlist than other... Um, it wasn't in every single playlist that you got really good guns from your rec packs. Right. Like they were standard playlists that everyone was on an equal playing field. So there was the you know the war zone ones where you could use those things. And two, you had to unlock those weapons as the game as the specific game went on. So you didn't automatically yeah. get a rocket launcher at the start of the game. You had to earn it, even right. though you could earn a better rocket launcher than me at that time. You still had to earn it. You couldn't rock me right at the beginning. And you can still unlock that shit. You can still earn. No, that I stuff can as too. Yeah, no, no, it's I not understand. Hard to get I'm just saying, if, if, he, if if somebody wanted to buy 300 rocket launchers, they could, and they could get it every single time. Well, and they that's hit the a thing; they six. can't even do that because the shit's random. They can buy yeah, but card packs, have but they money. still might not even. I'm just saying, you have yeah. enough money. You play the law of averages. Right. You're going to get a ton. That's true. But what I'm saying is that Halo not only segregated the perky shit from the normal stuff. They also said, like, okay, well, you can't just get a tank right out of the gates. You have to wait until you earn it by getting a lot of kills. So, I don't know. I just, I, I, with the Battlefront thing that you said to me is, like, I'm never buying that game if that's the case. I, I'm, yeah. And supposedly they are walking back a lot of that stuff. They're like, oh, well, it's actually not going to work that way in the, in the game. This is just in the beta. We didn't do X, Y, and Z yet. So yeah. It sounds like they're walking it back. And this is this is why the outrage is important, because although it's lucrative for them, there are two things that can cause this to completely change. And the first is if fans are very loud and obnoxious about it, video video game publications are less and less frequently getting review copies advanced. Yeah, because people that sell video games now are less often video game review publications and YouTubers. They are personalities and if I could go on YouTube and make a video that gets 100,000 hits because I'm complaining about the unfair practices of microtransactions, I can make the public feel very sour about that game, which then could cause them to not get sales. Right. So the first one is just straight up outrage. It's the Rotten Tomatoes effect. You see all these companies now saying like, fuck Rotten Tomatoes, they're hurting our opening weekends, this, that, and the other. It's the same thing that can happen with microtransactions because if the video game publications start to decide hey, we think this is a really shitty practice and is also ruining the games, they could just look at microtransactions and say, hey, this is a pay-to-win game, so we're going to dock it multiple points. This game is like a 7 out of 10 instead of right. 9 out of 10, and that'll hurt sales. And then the second one, and this hasn't this hasn't happened yet. They tried it now, but it's going to happen one day. They're trying to push the ESRB, which is the Electronic Standards Rating Board for video games. Yeah. They're trying to push them to consider microtransactions like loot boxes where you are paying money and getting a random outlook gambling. into essentially gambling. Yes. Which would force these games to be adult only. That's kind of crazy. Which if you think about it, it is in some ways gambling. In right. some ways. It's not perfect. But the analogy they use is playing cards. 
like where you can get, you know, you open a pack of playing cards and you can get random playing cards. But the difference with that is the currency is different. I can't sell those playing cards back to someone. I can't get that money back. You can't necessarily return digital goods. Right. And these are consumable items. So uh, there's, especially when you start to consider that these things give people advantages and people use playing games to make money and they are esports. There can be a lot of weird things that can come in soon where legally they're they're, they're going to get hurt. And also all it takes is remember the outcry that happened with in-app purchases with the App Store like the Smurfs games. You started seeing the Daily Show make fucking right. videos about like, "Oh, this family lost, you know, $100,000. Their kid kept spending tons of money." And then they talked about all the unfair practices that these game developers are doing to prey on children. That shit, yeah. if that shit keeps happening with loot boxes, it's going to, the electronic standard trading boards are, someone's going to get in a, in a tizzy. They're going to have an outrage <laughs> and they're going to say, you're preying on children and these things have to be for adults only. And if you put that, if you slap that on a box, if you take a game yeah. and make it rated mature that wasn't, it's not going to sell as well. No, well, you're right. So that's the hope. My hope is that these guys get fucking greedy enough that they shoot themselves in the foot. Because I'd rather pay more money up front and get a full game than have to deal with Oh, this I would totally rather pay up front and get a full game. I'd I'm rather so pay $100 to... instead of 60 if I could get everything. Um, that's, so that's before how I we go feel. into your game, you wanted to ask me about Metroid Samus Returns? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about Metroid. I really liked it. Um, I saw a review about it that was like the first one or like the you know the game before this one was remi- the one that this is based on you know obviously mm-hmm. was more ominous and more adventure driven but i i had a lot i mean i never played that one but i had a lot of fun playing this one um i hundred percented it wow as you can imagine um i got every stupid thing are you annoyed about power up what? the hard mode on samus yeah what do you mean am i annoyed about it so there's like an expert or hard mode that has like extra content but you can't unlock it without an amiibo. Yep. Um, I'm aware I don't care because I usually don't replay games in hard mode. I thought about doing that for Bioshock Infinite when I found out there was like that 1947. I'm surprised I haven't done it for Breath of the Wild. No, I don't like that stuff. I don't like replaying a game just on a harder difficulty. I don't know why. Just, just mm. not for me. Um, so that I don't really care. But I, I do also think that that's a bad move. To have something only unlockable by buying something else. Yep. Seems again, it's a stupid thing. I'm with you. Cosmetics. If you want to buy cosmetics, go go for it. Like if you want a zero suit Samus, you know, and you want to buy an amiibo to get it, go for it. But if you want to keep me from playing a certain part of the game because I got to go buy something, fuck you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I will. I will. I never will do it. I never bought a shark card with GTA. I never bought cosmetic anything. I bought cosmetics real money. before. Which I've never really felt bad about. Like, I've done it infrequently, but... That, and I don't I have, have a problem ne- with cosmetics. That's fine. I will. Ne- I don't either. I don't really care. If you want to spend the money on it, go yeah, for it. Yeah, cosmetics don't change never the game. Spend... Shark cards do. Uh, Shark cards, you can fucking join GTA. You can spend a couple hundred bucks, and you can just skip the line. Yeah. I mean, that's stupid. I just... I will never spend more than what the game... I will... You know, I'll only spend money on DLC. I will never spend money on something extra more than that. Ever. Yeah. That's me. All okay. right, so do you have a game? Yeah, we have or... a game, but before we do that, because the game's very short, let's do a little reader mail, Alex. Oh, okay, Chris. Uh, so this one's not even a question necessarily, but it's a nice email, so I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway. Hey, guys, it's it Lord Nikon7869 nice? here from um, PSX Informant. He uh, is one of our you know Twitter guys here. 
And he oh, says, Twitter I don't really have anything to say about your Xbox One power supply, Christian, other than I hope it works. Guess what, everyone? I got huh. a new power supply. It does work, although the fan is very loud on it. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> and only when you turn it on. When I, when, I, uh, when I plug in the power supply, the fan like kicks up for a good 10 seconds, and then it comes down, and then it's fine. But it, it's strange. Uh, back in the early days of his PS3, he had one of the original fat ones with all the bells and whistles. It was his baby. However, as we all might know, the original concert suffered from the red ring of death. Oh, wait, that was the Xbox, LOL. That's Never got it. I never got that either on the Xbox. Never got a ring, red, red ring of death. Uh, but in all seriousness, he ended up with the yellow light of death, which is something that PlayStation had. <laughs> and that was typically caused by uh, falling, failing solder joints on the CPU. Uh, so him being broke, he said that he tore it open in hopes of resurrection, which I think he's letting me know because I made a tweet where I'd opened up my power supply and vacuumed it and cleaned it out. Unfortunately, it didn't fix it. Uh, and he followed a guide online. Basically, he had to tear down the whole console, take a heat gun to the main chip until the chip surrounding the board was blistering hot. And then he let the board sit still on a flat table till it cooled, allowing the solder to reconnect. Believe it or not. This got him another six months before, he, so he was able to save up the money before it died again. Um, he loves the show. He's huh. caught up and suck it, bitches. Nothing but love for us, fools, <laughs> Robert. I noticed you guys didn't do suck it last week. Tom said it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he said Thought suck it till it. the end of time, actually. Did yeah. he? Oh, I All right. That. So this is the last one of these gross ones I'm going to read, guys, because cause we get these... We get into a gross conversation, and then we get an email about it, and then we do that, and then we get another grosser email, and then we have another grosser conversation, and we just start building on these. So similar to the Rank the Unranked, I say we close it out here, and we put a button on it, and this is a gross would you rather. Alex. Great. Would you rather fart uncontrollably every time you come or come every time you fart? <laughs> this is from Andrew Hansel. <laughs> anyway, thanks for making the podcast so fucking awesome. Can't even say I listen to the other gaming podcasts because none of them compare. Keep up the good work and suck it, Andrew Hansel. Wait, so are we going to offend this guy by not taking gross questions? Anymore? No, no, no. I, I think we read this one and then we we put a we put a button on it because, quite frankly, the would you uh, rather you, know you gave I'm gonna me have once to do was it. the hardest one I've ever. I'm going to have to go with number. I'm going to have to go with the the form. I'm going to have to go with the former, the first one. Fart uncontrollably yeah. every time you come. Because I do the yeah, latter of course. way of course. too much. Of course. So <laughs> Of course. That has to be the answer. Unless you don't unless you're not that a has big, to be the answer. unless you're not a big farter. And then it's like no big deal. But what happens on the day you but are? Maybe you're just not. But what ha- one day you're gonna like it's gonna be Then it's like wetting your pants for you. What if you're at a funeral? <sighs> well that sucks then because every single th- if that's the case then every single time you have to then you know you have another thing going on so you have to uh, constantly be going to the bathroom you just gotta like walk around with like a ziplock around your dick yeah wait are you also or just are like you also pack experiencing of condoms in everything that has to go with it or are you just i think so i think oh so yes God. like you're having a full orgasm Oof. so you're having an orgasm every time you fart or you fart every time you orgasm either way it sucks no well yeah, because you know what? I'm thinking like every single time you fart and you come, it's like, you know, if you're if you're not experiencing everything else, it's like, man, eh, it's not a big deal. It's like wet in your pants. But if you're experiencing everything else, then it's like, oh, geez. Yep. All right. I'm going with, I'm going with the It'd be former. easy, though, like for when you want to make babies, you could just eat some like beans or something and then go to town. Well, I'm only, you know, I'm getting locked up. So <laughs> this is, you know, it just you have to accept me for who I am. So I don't really need to worry about that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. In a few days, no matter what. Yeah, That's so it. I'm definitely going with the former. 
All right. So this is a question from Lorenzo. Lorenzo M says, yo, crew. Yeah. I've been listening since last year. Keep up the shenanigans. My question is yeah. simple. If you could create a comedy sitcom trio out of strictly video game characters, huh. which would you all uh. pick? Bonus points for naming your show. All right. So let's toss out some some quick and easy ones here. Wario. Um, what do you, what do you think? I think Wario huh? would be funny. I was okay. That's a good one. I was gonna say let's try and get three really different characters. Yeah, I'm thinking Wario would be very funny. What about Waluigi? You can't have both of them from the Mario series. No, instead of Wario. I just feel like fat and pudgy and fart, sir. You know, are gonna are gonna okay. get a lot of laughs. All right. So so Wario's good. Should we have them? Should they all be from the same video game? No. Like kingdom should they all be nintendo characters or should we have them from kind of all over the place uh no let's do whatever the hell we want so wario okay hmm i like wario and i like tails together <laughs> from sonic i like the idea of them hanging that could out be an interesting because tails is really nice and innocent. oh well, i was gonna say it could be an interesting like comic fart routine like wario farts and tails blows it away out of his face like all the time oh like always, like That's Wario farts and it's like gross, and then Tails always has to spin his tails, and he's like Wario, <laughs> chili cheese, yeah, dogs. yeah, something stupid. And then I think we need like a leader, so Master Chief. Yeah, but he's not really that funny. But I, but it's like Ted from How I Met Your Mother. Does he need to be funny? And then we sort of just have three dudes. Oh, you want a girl? Maybe. We could have Jinx. I feel like Wario is almost like the character you base this around. Jinx um, from Pokemon. Oh, that's weird. Right? I feel like that'd just be weird. That's pretty weird. Maybe that replaces yeah. Wario as like the weird pluck, you know, weirdo. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Um, Jinx from Pokemon. Who's like a funny but girl? But she couldn't say a lot. We could have like this. We could have Lara Croft be like a Lara Croft? sultry. Yeah, Lara Croft. Wario is her ex-husband. They're divorced. Okay. What's Tails? They're Their divorced. pet turned talking pet? No, like American Tails... dad? Okay, okay. Tails moved... Wario moved in with Tails after he had to... After he got divorced from Lara Croft. So now he's living in an apartment with Tails. And he and Lara are trying to reconcile their differences. Because... I don't know. They had a child together. So, so there's the a kid? baby. Baby Mario? It's a new character. Yeah, it's a new character. It's, they just have a baby. It's unnamed. The baby never grows up. It's a sitcom. So time Unknown. never really passes. It's a baby throughout the whole thing. Missing now? Missing now? <laughs> no, <laughs> missing. So you've got Lara Croft, Wario, and Tails all hanging out. Maybe they're all in college together. Younger versions? Yeah. All right. It's like teen Wario, teen Lara Croft, and Tails. Yeah, before Lark. So Lara Croft and, and Wario and Lara have like an on and off yeah, thing. Yeah, she's in history class. She hasn't really done anything yet. Yes. Yes, she's still studying. Yeah. Okay. And then what do we name this? Because we get he said bonus points. We got to go for the Oh, bonus if we points. name it? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, we could do something lame like Video Game U. Eh. Pixel University. All right, I'll go with that. Sounds, no, it sounds stupid. Sounds childish. Yeah, okay. Um... Pixel this instead of oh, like that's good. picture this. Pix- like picture this? Pixel, the- pixel this? Like picture yeah. this? Okay. All right. So pixel this. All yeah. right. So pixel this, Wario, Tails, and Lara Croft are in college together. That's fun. I like that. Yep. I've watched that. All right. Josh Bersham says, 
Sup, skin bags. <laughs> Last time I wrote in, it was about Alex's pimple problem. That was mostly a joke, however nasty it may be. But this time, it's a little more serious. A couple episodes ago, Chris said that he watched The Force Awakens with his girlfriend without watching the original Star Wars trilogy beforehand. Huh. I understand that it's a bit of a hard sell to watch four movies instead of one, but this is Star Wars we're talking about. A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back are some of the greatest cinema of all time. I would have wrote in when I heard that, but I was driving at the time and forgot about it. However, the last episode rekindled the flames of the film-loving fiery furnace that is my soul. Very, very uh, colorful email that we have here. Uh, in reference to Dunkirk, Tom offhandedly said, and I quote, I didn't see Dunkirk. Fuck that movie. Listen here, Mr. Caswell. Jo Christopher Nolan is one of the greatest directors of this generation, and Dunkirk is one of his best films. You haven't even seen it, and yet you have the gall to say, fuck that movie. Not only that, the very next thing you say is in praise of another film, Blade Runner 2049, saying stuff like, I couldn't see a single flaw with it. And while I agree that it is one of the best movies <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I can't bear the hypocrisy of one minute saying fuck that about one great movie and kissing the ass of, of the next one. Oh, yeah. And a while back, you said Inception was garbage. I'd like an explanation. Did he? Okay, rant over. Certainly was a rant. I hope Tom is there to feel his due shame. Nope, he's going to be listening to this oh. at home <laughs> and feeling shame. Um, uh, you know, it's interesting. But Chris, you, you better make your girlfriend watch Star Wars ASAP. For Sorry for the length of this one. You better be. And I just thought it had to be said. Thanks. What's yes, I forgot to say it last time, so suck it, suck it. What's interesting about the Star Wars thing, um, I'll say this. I had Britney watch episode four, A New Hope, after many years of saying, can you please watch this movie? Can you please watch this movie? She watched it, and at the end of it, she said, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, she said, I see why people like it, and I think it's good, but it's corny as fuck. So I think it's lost <laughs> on someone who didn't see it as a kid. I think you have to see it. Either you had to be part of the generation that saw it for the very first time. Or you need to see it as a kid before you start seeing all these movies with all these special effects and expecting other things. Because it's not going to mm -hmm. be that kind of movie. And if you've heard what you've heard about Star Wars, you're going in thinking it's a big blockbuster movie. And it's not. Compared with what you can see in the movie theaters today. Every reason you just said is part of why I had my girlfriend watch The Force Awakens first. Yeah. Because it those movies are slower. Especially yeah. A New Hope. It's so much slower. And I was like, this is a cheesy way to introduce her to Star Wars. Especially with The Force Awakens sort of telling you a little bit about the characters and what happens. And it being so much of almost like a reboot to the franchise. Like a yeah. fresh reboot. I was like, she'll. this is like a fun movie. And if she knows some basic things about what happened and who these characters are, she can like this. And then if she does, she might want to see the other ones, which at this point now, she's actually has been interested and I've been showing mm. her stuff about them. And if we have time, we'll watch so, them. I also think that the next time Tom gets on this podcast, I would also like an explanation of why he doesn't like Inception. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I really Inception's like it. Great. I think Inception's great. Yeah. I totally like it too. So, I, I actually missed that one. Uh, we I have one last email. I saying that either. Hey guys, I'm a relatively dedicated Pokemon fan. I have some gripes that I want to see if the gang agrees with. First, what is the goddamn deal with levitating Pokemon? In my opinion, it's an extreme cop-out that only makes designing Pokemon easier. All these Pokemon that just float make the Pokemon that should levitate like Magnemite, magnets in the ground, make levitating possible, cheaper. And just as stupid. Second, normal and flying types are tacked onto tons of random Pokemon. 
Pokemon like Doduo just have flying types put on them, and Pokemon like Pidgey become normal types. Honestly, why can't the people at Game Freak just try being thoughtful? To be honest, I do like a lot of Pokemon, but some of them just make me embarrassed to be a Pokemon fan. Thanks, guys. Luke. Thanks for writing in, Luke. Alex, what do you think about that first one? I think you brought up the levitating thing once. When we were talking about... It was either you or Dan. It was when we were talking about Geodude. And how the... Oh, no, that was Dan. Yeah. Okay, it was. Because I mentioned that the Pokedex says that he crawls on the ground and he rolls with his body. But in the game, he just floats. Right. So, I'll just say this. It's all bullshit. Um, (laughs) They're not thinking of anything when they're doing this. I don't think they're being as thoughtful as, like... I don't know, George R. R. Martin when he creates characters in A Song of Ice and Fire. They're literally just thinking of things, putting them on paper, and then making up the story as they go along. Uh, maybe. A lot of these Pokemon's designs are actually pretty inspired, in my opinion. I think, yeah, but though, I feel like especially the descriptions the of them they were a and their types are completely decided later. Yeah. Like, it has yeah. nothing... Just because a Pokemon is floating doesn't mean that it's, de- you know, it's going to be this or just because a pokemon has wings doesn't mean they're going to give it flying ability yes i'm just yeah, saying it's weird it's weird man yeah i recommend watching the newer pokemon anime because i can't remember if geodude was floating or not but i remember seeing a geodude on the ground and i was like oh that looks normal how weird that that makes sense like the pokemon was on the ground with his mm. arms he wasn't floating in the air right and I think part of the problem is the breakdown with, like, the games, the anime, and the manga. It's like they have these three different sources these Pokemon are created for, and they can't really represent them right. And also, old-ass games, like, bull- what the fuck were they supposed to do with sprites? Shit. Bull- bullshit. Bullshit. We're going to go ahead and play a very short game, and then we're going to have an announcement. But first, another announcement. <laughs> announcement. But first, another yeah. announcement. Yeah. November 4th. Do you know what that is? Uh, No. November 4th is the Extra Life Video Game Marathon. Extra Life is a charity event. Streamers like ourselves will be streaming for 24 hours. I'm going to be doing a 24-hour live stream of games. I know I'm going to be streaming. My girlfriend said she'll play a little bit of Viva Pinata. Tom is going to be streaming. And we'll be asking you to go ahead and donate to the charity event for Extra Life. The money all goes to children's hospitals. So it's a really great event that happens every year. We're going to do the 24-hour stream. Wait, which ones? Wait, who's sponsoring this? Uh, extra extra life is is the organization oh okay so you can go to i think it's extralife.org you can check out information there we'll be doing a stream for it does it go to Hmm? specific children's hospitals uh they have a network of them uh to support children's miracle network hospitals okay how much of the how much of the money goes to the hospitals i i don't have that information there is more information available on their website i just know that we will be participating in it so that's going to be some fun We'll be doing that. You can come help. Uh, there'll be a link available in about a week on a website. Is that is that a weekday or a weekend? It is a Friday. I have to work. Yeah. Well, you can hop on after work. Yeah. All right. You can come oh, hop Brittany, on. I have to play video games to raise money. That'll really that'll that might go over well. Actually. Yeah. If you tell Brittany that you're playing video games to raise money for a children's hospital, she probably let you do it. Yeah. You'd be I mean, like, I do. I donate to St. Jude every year. You can so. you can tell Twitter be like guys my wife isn't letting me participate in this children's I'm not going to shame her <laughs> not even a week of being married. Oh no, not even 2 weeks. So, that's going to be really cool. We'll have information on our website zeitheist.com which will be available next week, so you'll be able to go there. We'll have information about that. And also Alex today we had a great little Twitter chat. So Alex, you 
Yes. Currently have a game whose review uh, review is in progress, and that game is Grand Turismo Sport. You are right. currently in third place. You're right behind Tom by five points, and you are nine points behind Dan. It turns out Dan got no review for Lady Layton. Oh. So that's going to hurt him a lot. I actually, t- so I made a tweet. It was great. I tagged IGN in it, as well as mm-hmm. the reviewer for Gran yeah. Turismo Sport. He didn't respond to it, but I did tag the developer of Frozen Synapse, which they have not yet said it's not coming out this year. And then he like commented, he goes, he goes, oh, this looks important. He goes, this is weird and interesting. And then he brought his other developer friend into it as well. Yeah. It was pretty great. My favorite thing about it is, you know, PSX Informant, the guy who wrote in before, said, Dan can't be allowed to win. Perhaps a letter to the makers of Frozen Synapse requesting they wait to release. They'll understand. And he goes, <laughs> I mean, this does look really important. <laughs> so funny. I asked him outright. I said, so is it going to come out this year? I can't find anything hard saying it's been delayed to next year. He goes, well, the beta is definitely coming out this year. So that's a no. So not so, looking good for Dan because wait, he really needs Wait, is that the only game Dan has left? That is the only game Dan has left. Oh, he's screwed then. Yeah. Now, we know Tom actually has Super Mario Odyssey right now. It's probably going to get a 10. Yeah. Which would give Tom 46 and a half points. Is that his last game, though? Yes. Oh, really? That means you need to get 15 points to tie him and 15 and a half to win, which means all you need is a 7 and a half on Grand Turismo Sport, and you have this on a lot because there's no way Star Wars is getting less than an 8. That game's not getting less than an 8. It got an 8.8. Eight on the last game, and that didn't even have a single player mode. <laughs> unless this microtransaction, unless this like. But even then, uh, if that, even win. if it takes a hit, that's almost a solid point less than the last game. So if Gran Turismo gets seven and a half, you have this unlocked, and that's without Toe Jam. You think, you think Turismo would get a seven and a half? Huh? You think Turismo would get a seven and a half? I think it could easily get a seven or a seven and a half on the low end. I think it might get. I th- if I had to guess, it's going to be like an eight. But then, I, I mean, I have a lockdown if Toe Jam and Early even gets I think you won this. I think this is yours to lose. We'll Unless something goes really sideways with these reviews, this I, is yours I to lose. I can't believe, I, I find it hard to believe they would not review Toe Jam and Early after that game was like... Well, it's not out great. yet. I'm just saying. I just feel like it's not yeah. over to the fat lady. But the problem is it could not, it could possibly not come out because they haven't put down a firm release date. They're just still saying 2017. For Toe Jam? Yeah. So... Damn. I just remember early in this league, we were like, oh, well, you're out when Scalebound got canceled. Yeah. And then five of my games either got delayed or didn't get a review. Yeah. Like, I got fucked yeah. right after that. why you picked that. Pokemon for Switch. But who cares about Pokemon for Switch? I had Red Dead Redemption 2, Crackdown 3, Ace Combat 7, Windjammers. I had four right. games that got moved to next year and one that didn't get a review. I only got three scores for this <laughs> for the entire thing. Oh, so we're gonna we're gonna do more with that. All right, Alex, let's go ahead and we're gonna play a game. All right, Alex, we're gonna play a game. Do you know what the name of that game is? No. Well, the game that we're gonna play. Oh, what is that? Do you hear do you hear wedding bells, Alex? Alex yes. is getting married this Saturday. So for today's eventful game. We have a wedding trivia round. That's right. These are video game based wedding questions. So I have Holy shit. I a, thought a wedding themed round of trivia for you. It's gonna be nice and short, and we're gonna see how well you can do. Can you tie the knot? Th- or you'll be left at I- the altar. I-, <laughs> I thought for a second that maybe you texted Brittany and asked her questions. Oh, that would have been brilliant. 
That's what I thought you did for a second. That would have like, been brilliant if I could have quizzed you on your own wedding. Yeah. Fuck. I regret you everything. Got me good though because I don't know shit. I regret everything. All right, Alex. Let's see. Yep. All these are just going to be worth one point. We're not even really. Okay. The point is just for fun. It's trivia. So we all know when you pop the question, you had to have a ring. If you you know if you like, you got to put a ring on it. Right. And you're going to get to put a ring on it on your own hand and on hers on Saturday. Assuming you do well in this quiz. If you do really badly, I don't know. Maybe she's <laughs> yeah. going to change her mind. Who knows? Right. Yeah. She Speaking really of rings, this, Alex, yeah. how many rings are in the Halo array in the video game franchise Halo? The Halo array was a network of Halo systems that when all activated would obliterate all life in the universe. But how many rings were there? From what I remember, I think there were seven. Ding, 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 ding. Alex. And I need to get like I need to get some like ding noises and shit That's now. That's what I said. You're gonna be like a I'll fucking play, radio I'll show. I'll play Charmander when you get it right. Ugh. That's a Charmander for cheering. A cheering Charmander when you got it right. Fantastic. Ta- it's like we're, we're we're like we are one step away from being a radio show. <laughs> I've wanted a soundboard for so long. I'm glad I finally have this set up. All right, our second question, Alex. You see Super Mario Odyssey, Bowser's got that wedding suit on, that nice white tux, and he's got Peach all dressed up. He's trying to marry her. That is not something new to the franchise. In fact, we've seen him quite a few games. Bowser has captured Peach and specifically either called him, you know, his his wife or told Bowser Jr. that it's his mom, vice versa, different things like that. But in what video game franchise do we, in which video game, of the Mario franchise, do we actually yeah. see Bowser marry Peach? And we don't ever see an annulment, by the way. Here are your and four choices. See, did he, okay, good. Four choices. Okay. Super Mario Sunshine, Super Paper Mario, Super Mario RPG, and Mario is Lost. Okay. It's, I, from what I, oh, wait a minute. Okay. It's not Sunshine. Mario goes to the castle. In Super Mario RPG. And what is he... What is she doing? Is she getting married to Bowser? Or is she just tied up? And I don't really know the other two. I'm just going to go with Super Mario RPG. So in Super Mario Sunshine, Bowser does tell Bowser Jr. that it's his mom. But we actually never see them get married. So unless right. it was happened under duress, there's right. no that is not the correct answer. Right. At the beginning of Super Paper Mario, the game begins <sighs> with Bowser and Peach at an altar, and she does not yeah. appear to be under the influence of any drugs or threat of <laughs> violence. And they tie uh, the knot. Wow. Which makes me question if Super Mario Sunshine happens after Super Paper Mario, <laughs> was she actually the mother of Bowser Jr.? Well, we'll be waiting for that uh, Mario encyclopedia. And Super Mario RPG, the final bosses, after you go defeat them, they decide to stop going after Mario, and they tie the knot and marry each other and go live happy ever after. Uh, And Mario's loss was just thrown in there to throw you off. All right, Alex, speaking of weddings, we all know the saying, something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Pokemon Blue is a video game that came out in the the late 90s, and we all know that the blue Pokemon was Blastoise. And what is Blastoise? Right. He's a water Pokemon. Now, after seven generations, Alex, how many water Pokemon are there? I have four choices for you. What? So the question is, how many water type Pokemon are there now after seven generations? 177, 155, 133, 
or 111. Is this water only? These are water type Pokemon. How many Pokemon are there total? Um, I believe there are 802. I remember seeing like a heat map of Pokemon types. And I remember fire and water being, or water being like huge. And there are 16 types. Was it, what was the, what was the thing again? So it's either 111, 133, 155, or 177. I don't know. One... Seven seven. So you are guessing that twenty almost twenty five percent of the Pokemon are water type Pokemon. Is that twenty? It would be almost twenty five percent. It would be like twenty percent. Hold on. Are you doing my math? Wait. Are you sure? One hundred and seventy seven is twenty two percent of eight hundred and two. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I'll go with one fifty five. That was close, but no cigar. The answer is 133. 16% of all Pokemon are water types. Uh, Considering there are 16 types, that's actually astronomical. Right. That is a huge amount. All right, Alex. Yes, Mr. Humes. You're not a father yet. We know that. But your bachelorhood is ending. Bachelorhood is coming to a long end. No more dating. And one day you will be a daddy. So speaking of dating and daddies... How many daddies can you date in Dream Daddy? Oh, um, one, two, seven. Uh, there's the emo guy, the guy with the wife, <laughs> fat boy, <laughs> fat boy, coffee, coffee, guy with the baby, teacher, six. It was very close. You should have gone with your first instinct. It was seven. Oh, damn it. it was seven. Once you started listing stuff, I was like, oh, he's going to end up changing his answer. Alex, Ugh. name as many dream daddies as you can. I just did. Emo. Guy <laughs> Do you know wife, any of their names? Fat boy. Luke? Uh, no. Tristan? No. Tristan? <laughs> um... All right, tell me, tell me what they are. So there's, how did you describe them? Let's see. There's emo. Okay, so it's emo the guy, emo vampire. Okay, guy. Damien Bloodmarch, the goth dad. Okay. Oh, I knew who I forgot. I forgot Robert. Oh, you remembered one of the names. You forgot yeah. knife guy. That's Robert. Yep, you forgot knife guy. All right, so there's that guy. There's married guy. Yep. There's the teacher. There's coffee guy. Yep. There's guy with the baby. Yep. There's fat boy. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, the college friend. I think I just named them all. Huh? The college friend, Craig, with the baby. Oh, you said the yeah, guy, the guy, with, the guy baby. with the baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if you want all the actual names, they're Hugo, Robert, Craig, Matt, Brian, Damien, and Joseph. Hugo was, I think, the guy I was referring to as Luke. That it, Hugo is the, te- the think, teacher. And Damien was the guy I was referring to as Tristan. Uh, Damien is the, the goth guy. All right. And, Alex, I believe this is our final question for trivia. It is. Alex, what are the words that you say when you get married? Could you just remind me? I do. Correct. And speaking of I do, I do love video games by ID Software. ID (laughs) Software, the maker of a lot of great games, and the following of which are a bunch of the games they make, but two of them are not. Can you please name the two games 
are not made by ID Software. I'm going to list these out. Doom, Wolfenstein, Commander Keen, Demon Rails, Quake, and Marathon. Which of these two were not made by ID Software? Uh, Marathon is one. That is correct. I do not believe that that was made by them because it was made by Bungie. Bungie. Um, you want me to read the other five again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom, Wolfenstein, Commander Keen, Demon Rails, or Quake? Um, the Commander. No, I'm sorry. Commander Keen was one of the first games. It was the the first title yeah, made by ID Software. Demon Rails is not a real game. I came up uh, with that. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh boy, we're having a great time well here, here playing these games. We're all having a you lot. You know what's of fun. interesting? I think I think based on how poorly I did, I think Brittany will be happier with that result. So what you're saying is we may be hearing wedding bells. <laughs> I hate that you have this soundboard. Alex, now. I'm going to go ahead and let our listeners know about something special that's going to be happening very soon. We're going to play a game, but not today. We're going to be playing a game in the future that I've been working on. In fact, what we're going to be playing is a variant of Dungeons and Dragons. That's right. I'm going to have these guys create a character sheet over the next week. So sometime in the next week, I'm going to record with everyone individually. They're going to create their characters. We'll be hearing who their characters are in the next episode. And in the one following, we're going to have our first episode with those characters. You've heard me talk more about this first season of games. And let me explain to you what that means now. So if you remember a little while back, I said we have a series of eight games we play on the show now, and I was breaking them up into seasons. And I've been keeping track of who won and who lost what games so far this season. The characters that these guys are going to play, they're going to get experience points and level up and get buffs for their, for their D&D characters based on how well they do in the podcast games. So Alex, here's something you need to do, and I'm going to try and walk you through some basics before you create your character next week with me. I'm doing this right now. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna walk you through a little bit of this, so this way Dan and Tom at home can now also start to think about this. Now that I'm going to introduce you to <laughs> yeah, it. they're really going to do homework. So your character isn't exactly you in this video game world that you get sucked into. So the conceit of our series that you get sucked into this video game world, you actually have a symbiotic relationship with this character that lives in this virtual world. So although you become this character, they also live in that virtual world on their own. So you share like a sort of hive mind, if you will. You're sort of dual conscious. So you're still Alex, but they are their own character. So you are this one being when you play them. So what I'm going to need you to do is decide who you want to be in the video game world. The one caveat is you can't actually be a real current video game character. So let's say your vi- favorite video game franchise is Zelda and you're like I want to be a character from Zelda. You can't actually be Link. But you could be a Hylian or you could be a Zora or a Goron. You could be uh, okay. a Pokemon specifically or you could be a Pokemon trainer. There are a lot of options that you have here, but the one thing you can't actually do is be a specific video game character. So that's something that you need to keep in mind. We're going to have some video game characters pop into our game world at times, but typically we'll probably just okay. see, you know, their species show up. But it's going to be a battle royale style gauntlet where you are going to have to work with Dan and Tom to try and survive all the rounds, a la Prison of Elders, if you will. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And there will be prizes for first, second, and third place to are stat you... boost your characters. So you're going to want to just think a Let's little bit I... about it. Let's say I picked like a Goron. Mm-hmm. Like, my 
do you already have like move sets and stuff like that ready to go? Yeah, so there's some interesting things with D&D. There are character types. So I'm going to be sending you information on what the different character types are as well. So you could also base maybe what character you want to pick on that. And you can then also use some of the fun attributes of the video game character that you use. This is going to be a variant of D&D. I've changed some of the rules myself. So, I mean, that's often what people do with these games, you know, house rules. And that's just so that it works better with the video game world. I'm going to be playing the game's master. I'm, I'm the director of this game world. And I'm the one who is essentially running this Coliseum-like video game gauntlet that these characters have to survive. So you're... Are you the king of games? Yes, I am the king of games. <laughs> so this is going to be really fun. I've been talking about doing this forever. And now that we have the soundboard ready, which... I think you started talking about this like a year I started ago. talking about this in the spring. But... Oh, all right. Um, I mean, obviously, with other things that I wanted to do, I've been building a new website. We have like five new podcasts that I'm going to be launching in two weeks when I launch the website as well. So there's a lot of new cool stuff coming now that I do this full time. So look for it if people really like it you know the goal is that this will be every five weeks where every four weeks we're doing the normal podcast games and then after that sounds ambitious you get your your xp every five weeks well is it going to be like a each each time we play is going to be like a different chapter yes and in so typically with D you have the campaign segments so you're during your campaign you're on a journey and then you get up to like a boss and after you beat the boss like you get your xp and you know you sort of level up through that since we're only going to be doing this every five weeks or so, your campaign is how well you perform in the games that we play here on the podcast. So if you get first place in Rate That Game game, you might get a buff on your dice rolls because of your experience with numbers and your skill with numbers. So the different games that we play will give you different buffs and experience points when we get to the gauntlet. And then obviously doing well in the gauntlet will also increase your player experience. There'll be more to it than that, but I don't want to uncover everything. But I did want to announce it. I want to get people's ideas, thoughts, feelings, what they think about it. Please send us emails or tweets, unrankedpodcasts at gmail.com. And of course, Alex, if people want to stay in touch with you or play video games with you, what do they do? (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Tuna Targaryen. On Xbox, there's a space between there, and Tuna Targaryen, no space, on Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with me or the Unranked Podcast, unrankedpodcast at gmail.com. I'm at Tweet Humes. We're at the Unranked Podcast. And there'll be a video game website you can check out at zeitheist.com forward slash unranked starting late next week. And until then, everybody, Alex, congratulations on the wedding, and stay unranked. Suck it. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. <laughs>